This is a HeadGum Podcast. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don That's a cool thing. If I were you, It was a rave feel. That was an anthem. <laughs> another one. Throw your damn hands up. It actually was another one from Don Keanion. Don Keanion. Uh, he actually used us talking about how much we liked his name in the actual theme song. That's cool. So you. So that was a collab in a way. Then in a way, it was a collab. Uh, and this, he says, this one features Amir's brilliant vocal ad lib. Ooh. Uh, and if you wouldn't mind shouting out my SoundCloud, I just released a new song called Xenon Lullaby. So soundcloud.com slash D Kianian. Cool. There you have it. Kianian. That about, um, yeah, donkey. No, not donkey, but Don space mm. Kianian. It just sounds like donkey on and on. Yeah. But that's not the case. We're going to donkey, and we're going to donkey on, and we're going to donkey on and on. And then he has his phone number. Really? Yeah. Well, don't read that. That's probably just part of his email signature, and he didn't turn it off. I don't think he wants you to say um, his number. Okay. I will. Why don't, why don't I say part of it? No, I don't then, think you should say any of it, really. Yeah, it is part of his email signature. Yeah, so I don't think that it's, I think it's absolutely unintentional. Right. He would, no way does he want that getting out. To, yeah. So don't say any part of it. You said you were... I'm just you reading. agreed. You said yeah. I was like, don't say it. I'm like, like OCD yeah. about this shit that I want right. to read so every fine. single say last it. corner of the... Say it after, okay? You don't have to read every last quarter. You read. You read the email, actually. You did read two, everything. 224. Yeah. Stop it. You're already... <laughs> you've, you said you were not going to do this. Not and now you said 224. 2249. That's fine. If you're putting your hands up, 2249. <laughs> yes. Great. That's no it. one can know the rest of his number. No yep. one's going to... Like, obviously, no one's going to try to... True. And I didn't say it. the area code yet. You didn't say the area code. Yeah. All right, cool. But, so, yeah. Don't skip it. Now we got the five. We already know you said 22495. <laughs> That's two, the two, area four, code. What, five. Five's not an area so code. Now you're... And his number was 2249. And I don't want to say the last three digits. That's a, <laughs> it's an invasion of his privacy. Yes, it is. It was an invasion of his privacy to say, to say the first digits. Yeah. But now, now I feel said, like, yeah. 2249. Yes. Which isn't even a good way to say a phone number. You said four digits. I mean, usually it's traditionally it's three, then four. Yeah, usually and then you know, if you're two, two, four, nine, one, whatever, whatever. Well, now you said nine. Yeah. You said nine, one now. Yes. Okay. So you said two, two, four, nine, one. We're down to the, two digits. Do not say the last two digits because people will call them. They're and funny, is all. So I feel like a, people might. Well, now infer. we know it's 69. Right? Is it? You're, is it? The way you, the way you just lit up, the way you're, you're being coy and saying, "Is it?" It's not sixty nine. It. Sixty nine plus two. <laughs> <laughs> but so you did tell everyone the last two digits. Did I? And what's funny about <laughs> the number seventy one? It's not. It may not be seventy one, but it might you be a really 69. silly number like sixty nine plus two. <laughs> <laughs> so it may not be, yeah. or it might be two two four nine <laughs> one seven one. That's all I'll say. Well, you already, this, that's a full number. And yeah, you said you weren't going to do this. Thank you, Don. And instead, you made a whole meal out of it. You'd said it over the course of the last. I just don't want, minutes. I don't, if I just said it, it would like, it would have uh, came and went and we would have glossed over it. Maybe you're right. But, but then we, we went through this whole song and dance, this whole pony show about you saying the number or not. And now we've, we've really highlighted the fact that you said the number. Yeah. And it's easy to remember. 2249171. Nice. Yeah, yeah, good job. I'm, I feel like <laughs> now I've said it. Now I'm complicit, <laughs> and I appreciate I'm it. I'm going to call him to apologize, and I appreciate you guys listening to "If I Were You," the only advice podcast on the web, hosted by 
us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. Uh, your brother is traveling internationally. That's right. But he is still working on our email, or this or is all he, backlog. It must be backlog. But then he did have some long, some long ass flights. The baby boy's in Bali. Whoa, what's in Bali? I think some eco hostels, some swanky cheap Airbnbs, uh, infinity pools and beaches, and hot young people in their 20s, That's at least so cool. from what I can tell from Instagram. Uncle Amir would have loved an invite. Yeah, when you call yourself uncle, you really... <laughs> Come on, nephew. <laughs> you're so sure to not be I'd invited to, to the hostel. I'd love to hang out with a hot Bali 20-year-old. What kind of 25-year-old brings his uncle to a hostel? <laughs> I want to, It won't be hostel when Uncle Amir's there. <laughs> Stop it'll be called. It'll I, be called a fun spot. I hate that you are an uncle. A f- <laughs> A hotel, a fun hotel. And when Uncle Amir's in the house, no one sleeps in their cot. We're all making a fucking force. You're still wearing your snorkel and your flippers, Uncle Amir. <laughs> I'm wearing a, a snorkel <laughs> and a grind guard. Uh, no, I would have. I would have loved to be there. Actually, search the geotags. So I might hitch a ride. Jesus. To, from his Instagram story. Jesus. But for now, let's try to answer some questions that he dug up in our email. Here's one about groomsmen, which you might be able to help us out with. Yes, because he was the best man. Planned the bachelor party. You were a groomsman. We That's all right. hung. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're all coming. From we got a the place pictures to prove it. Here, uh, I have a dilemma. Writes this groomsman. We'll call David. Okay. One of your groomsmen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I hope you can shed some light on. My girlfriend and I just got engaged. Super pumped about that. Nice. My girlfriend says that she'll probably have around five to seven bridesmaids. My problem is I don't know how to narrow down my groomsmen to that number. I've lived in one town for most of my life, so I was lucky to get close to a bunch of different people over time. I went to a college and made a ton of great friends there. If I had to list all the guys I would want in my wedding, it would easily climb to the 10 to 15 range. Uh, In my wedding, I should say. Which I know sounds ridiculous. How do I narrow this down? Is there a rule or protocol for this? By the end of the year, I will have been in seven of my best friend's wedding as a groomsman, but even some of those guys probably wouldn't make the cut for my wedding. Would they be offended if I didn't return the offer? I know I have to narrow it down, but I also don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Help! Thanks, dudes. Longtime fan. Thanks for all that you do. Oh, P.S. Congratulations to Jake for winning the golden mic of the episode. Thank you. Thank you. We I'm haven't really... decided that for this episode, I don't think. <laughs> it's too early in the episode. Right. It's right. too early in the episode to tell. But I really yes. feel like if you're just fiending for the golden mic, you don't win it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm not. Like, I, I feel didn't like bring you it up. just, it's all you think about. <laughs> no, I don't even care. I feel like if you reach for the golden mic, it's just, it's You'll just not burned. even going to happen. Yeah, I don't. Okay. So whatever. So whatever, you don't care about it. <laughs> I care enough to want it, but not enough that it's desperate that I get fucking eliminated. <laughs> By the way, the award is meaningless, I should say. <laughs> this, all right. So here's two things that have happened in this episode. You want, you say you want the golden mic. I do. You want it, you want it so bad that no. you're like sort of, you're hemming and hawing, <laughs> backpedaling so about if you want it or <laughs> not. Not so bad. And then you're also call, you're saying that it's meaningless, which is another... I, I would I would say that's a disqualifier as well. To say, not disqualified. To say, not disqualified. Forget I even said that part. Forget the PS part. I don't even it. want to talk about that part. You want to forget the golden mic? <laughs> I, you're sitting next to, by the way, an actual trophy that a fan sent us. Yeah, and I really appreciate it. I'm humbled, honored, chuffed, and cheesed by it. So I don't know who sent it to us, but thank you. Jake is currently in possession of it because he won it last week. I, d- I really don't care if I win it this week or not. That's a DQ. <laughs> What? That's a DQ, bud. <laughs> How? That's a DQ. I didn't say You anything. say you don't give a shit about the award? No, I said I didn't you care you a lot. You said you, said you wanted it. You said it was meaningless. You said you don't care. You're DQ'd. Three strikes, you're out. I get the golden mic for this episode. 380. Is this episode 380? <laughs> uh, I'd have to check, but yeah. Yeah. Um, no, last week was 380. So this, this is 381. 381. <laughs> so this is my 380th golden mic. 380 for oh, because yeah, the one episode that you didn't win, and I didn't the win Ben one. Yeah. <laughs> Why was um, I DQ'd for this one? Just so I know going forward. Going forward, because you wanted it too bad. <laughs> no, and then I, you said it was. Then you said it didn't mean anything. And then you said forget <laughs> it. And I'm just like I'm tracking all these things. 
I hate to win it by default. I don't even. I wouldn't even consider this a win. I'll call this episode a wash. <laughs> okay, so why don't you we took both it off not the board? It. We'll both not win it. This well, you week. forfeit. It has to go to somebody. <laughs> it's an award after all, and you have to give it out every single episode. I'll take it, <laughs> and I appreciate it. And I'm humbled, honored, chuffed, and cheesed. Fine. <laughs> Fine. You haven't given out the turdy yet, have you? The one for the worst, shittiest. That one. That one hasn't come out yet. But okay. don't try not to. Try not to think Try not to be hyper-focused on it, because that's I'm a not, sure way to win the turdy. I'm not going to get the turdy this week. Watch. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Um, does there have to be an equal amount of groomsmen and bridesmaids? No. This is... So this is... I think it's... I think it's... It's almost more fun when you're just... When you don't have that. Like, if you've got bridesmaids walking down with a groom on each arm, that's kind of fun. Yeah. I also love the idea of, like... A rowdy, lively wedding, like big wedding party, like having fourteen of your best friends walk seven bridesmaids down the aisle. It's that's fun. That's super, super cool. Yeah. Um. I think the the part that like maybe you got to be a little worried about is like if you have such a big groomsman party. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like mine was five, right? Yeah, mine was five people. Mm-hmm. Um, and. No, wait. Yes, it was five. Uh, and if, but if I had like one more person, it would have spilled over to like eight or something, you know? It's like a tiered system. Yeah, if I yeah. This exactly. person, then it's the next chunk of four. So if you have like 15, I feel like you're getting into the territory where you're like, damn, this guy has 15 people and I still didn't get the invite. Yeah. But that said, I also think that on your wedding day, it's your fucking call. Don't even worry about it. So you can have 15, she can have five. Yeah, I think so. I think it's... Do you want 15? That's a lot of people to get prepped with and worry about. Because it is a little stressful. You got to get them gifts. You got to take the pictures. You got to have this, that, and the other. Where do they stand? Right. But it's it's so much about like the vibe that you want to create. So if you want to have like a rowdy, fun, getting ready, if these are your boys, then then do it. But if you're, if you're thinking like, no, I want to like keep it, I want to keep it real mellow. Or maybe your guys are mellow. Who really knows? Yeah. But I've been in bigger wedding parties. Like my my brother-in-law, there was like 10 of us or something like that. 10? I think so. Jesus. There's a lot. That's a lot of um, friends. And it wasn't crazy rowdy. It was, it was fu- perfectly fine. And then mine was only five people. And um, Carnell almost like burned our room down. So... That you can have a few people, and I guess he, well, he didn't. He he almost ruined his suit and my brother's suit <laughs> with the steamer. The steamer, and took cheap. a video of me in the shower. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you can either have fifteen people or just like one Carnell. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the exchange rate there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I imagine that's one of the most more stressful parts of planning a wedding is choosing your best friends. You have to rank a little bit. Yeah, there's a lot of like ranking people at the wedding that that's associated with planning a wedding because it's like, who do you want in the wedding? Who, who you want, do you in want the wedding, at the wedding? Who you want to invite to the wedding? And then even like tables, like who are you gonna sit next to who? And like, does this table get a good view, or does this person have to sit next to Uncle Morty or something? It's and who gets to sit next to Uncle Amir? <laughs> Uncle Amir gets post nasal drip around celebration. <laughs> Still times. in a snorkel. <laughs> uh, that's why I've, since the age of 18, I keep a running tab of the top 300 people in my life. And mm-hmm. it's like a sliding scale that I adjust every day so that when I'm ready to pull the trigger, get married, boom, I know who the top 180 are. I know who the top 240 are. I know where they're sitting. I know who the crew's been. I know the top, however, four, five, eight, 12, 16 friends in my life. And then that way I'm not stressed out about it because I've been stressed out about it since I've been fucking 12. I know I said 18 earlier, but it was 12 <laughs> earlier. Uh, you just won the turdy. <laughs> <laughs> what? You just won the goddamn turdy with your math rant. <laughs> with your math rant. No wonder I've gotten so many turdies. <laughs> A lot of them are math rants. They're almost all math rants. It's 15 minutes deep. You've already won a golden mic. I hope it's the only one of the episode, because last episode you won last two. Last time there were two. And I got a No, fucking... I won this one by default. I didn't even want to win this one like that. You made me win the golden mic by forfeit. And I didn't forfeit. I think I feel like for that, that you win the tour. You win two turdies. <laughs> you forfeit the golden mic. You That's an auto turdy. And the math rant, that's a dual turdy. That's two number twos. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that that's wasn't a, good. That's, that's a math a golden joke. Mic. That's a math joke. <laughs> that's a golden mic. A two mic. number twos wow. is a golden mic two joke, number but twos. my 18 and 12 is a turdy. Do you see where the discrepancy two is? is good because it's turdy. And yes. And number two is what you, um, it's the. No, it's, I know it, the joke. It's it's a numbers yeah, it's, joke. Mine was a numbers joke. You gave me a shit award. It's not a numbers award. joke. It's a shit Yeah, it's the shit award. And number two is. Is sort of like the 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 slang the the common man nomenclature for a for a duty. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Cool. Congrats. By the way, I feel like you came in here with the agenda to give yourself a golden. I mic. never had an agenda. You were the, the one turdy. that brought it up. You I brought it up, and you it. brought up the turdy. <laughs> you brought up both. Uh, basically, you don't have to have as many groomsmen as bridesmaids. Right. I don't think you do. Bingo, bango, bongo. Uh, here's one from a lady. Ooh la la. We'll call Daenerys Targaryen. Very nice. That's There's... right. I saw the last episode of Game of Thrones. Episode three, season eight. No Battle spoilers? of Winterfell. Or are we going to spoil? You en- have to say it up front. Enough time has elapsed. The it's spoiler been, has been spoiled. It's been over a week. That's right. But so then still, spoiler alert, did yeah. you like it? Uh, I... Obviously, I had no emotional attachment to any of the characters, so the right. deaths meant nothing to me. Uh, it was visually cool at parts. There were parts that looked cool. I wouldn't say it looked any cooler than like a random movie from 2010 that I would like channel flip by on TBS. A lot of people had issues with the with the lighting. They said that they couldn't see the episode. They didn't like the way it looked. Yeah, that and didn't did come that... up. In my viewing of it, I wasn't like, this is too dark. I'm like, oh, this is a battle scene at night, so this is what it's supposed to look like. Mm. Did you think that it was too dark before you read all the tweets about it? I didn't read any – I yeah, I didn't read any tweets about it till afterwards. And during the episode, I, like, spent 10 minutes trying to adjust the brightness <laughs> on my t- TV. Because it was too dark. Because, yeah, I couldn't see anything. <laughs> And it wasn't Do you think until... they did that on purpose? Because like we don't have a lot of money for special effects, so like let's make it really dark, and then it'll be like it won't matter what things look like as I much. I read, I read some. Well, there are parts of that that are that like if that is the case, it worked. Like the Dothraki um, uh, torches or like blazing Erex, like going across the field in the dark. Yeah, that pro- I don't know that maybe that wasn't like a super expensive effect because you couldn't really see anything except the torches, but. It looked awesome. That yeah. was great. Yeah. And the rest of it, I think, I I think it, I read that it was more about like they're trying to get like naturalistic lighting, naturalistic like, lighting in this dragon fight. Yeah, like the the people like the people in Game of Thrones have been like trying to make it like muddier and bleaker at night because that's like how medieval time was. Like, yeah, this was really just being lit by torches and candles. But it was their decision to do it at night. Yeah, and I guess their decision to like put people in a in an ice storm also just like make everything fucking hard to see. <laughs> yeah, so I, that was a major complaint. Yeah, for I, you. Yeah, I thought it was annoying that it was hard to see. Still, there was a lot of parts that were like visually stunning. I have, I really disliked the episode. Whoa, really disliked, really, and that's the first. I was even on board for like season seven when they like went beyond the wall to get. Uh, the white like and bring it back to King's Landing, which everybody or so many people thought was lame. I'm so like, you were like, you were always a Game of Thrones apologist. Yeah, you like, guys this, think this is yeah, lame? like maybe this is a little unbelievable, but don't we want to see them do this? This yeah. is cool. Yeah, and like this is the first time where I was like that. I felt like they. I felt like I was hoodwinked. Hoodwinked because the battle was too dark to see, or it didn't make sense for the story. Didn't make sense for the story. What? Did, <laughs> what didn't make sense for the story? Um, so my big concern <laughs> is, um, keep in mind, this... I've only seen season one in this episode, so there okay. might be some stuff that I missed in, in between. Well, actually that's, well, that's almost, this almost works. Yeah. Um, in season one, yes. in like episode one, they, they show the threat of the undead. That's right. The white walkers. Yeah. And the entire show mm-hmm. has been about preparing for the battle of the undead mm-hmm. it's why john snow lets the wildlings through the wall which you you don't know but like it's all been it's why he's murdered this. it's yeah it's like everything is <laughs> like so many people's storylines are like stop worrying about the game of thrones the big battle the great war is coming mm-hmm. and 
Um, Cersei laughs at this. She's like, you know, that's not real. It's why they go beyond the wall to bring a wipe to King's Landing. I to, see. It's why it's why Jamie goes up to King's Landing. It's like, hey, the like the battle of the living and the dead. That's what it's all about. <laughs> uh-huh. And then in a single episode, it's dispelled. It's gone. The battle starts and ends in sixty minutes. Yes, and I know there are battles like Hard Home and uh, Beyond the Wall or whatever, Fist of the First Man, where they fight <laughs> these things, but like. It feels like they should have marched south. The rest of the realm should have seen that the threat was real and that the people who banded together in Winterfell are the real heroes of the story. But instead, just a ton of them died and then they win. And the rest of the realm is just like, what happened up there? (laughs) Did Did the White Walkers actually come like you said? And was it part of the plan or did Arya just say like, you know what, I'm gonna hide in a tree and wait for the fucking Night King. And it's like, don't worry about your plan.Orry about the 75,000 dead or whatever. Watch this. <laughs> I did it. I, I killed the king. That I mean, yeah, I have no idea. That's like her coming out of nowhere and just like jumping through the air and stabbing him. Maybe they'll maybe in the next few episodes they'll be like, "Oh, here's how she did that. It made sense." But like she is she's an assassin. She like spent a season But when that happened, were you like, "Hell yeah." Or were you like, "Uh, what?" I was really happy because I love Arya and I always wanted the Night King to die. I wanted somebody <laughs> to kill him and have the entire army fall. I like knew that's how you kill him. But like they also established that there's the Night King, the Whites, and the White Walkers. The White Walkers are like sort of better than just like the straight up zombies, but not quite the Night King. <laughs> They're the ones that exploded when he died. Yeah. Like they those are bosses too. Like they should have had the other heroes fight the bosses. And like, if you kill one of those things, you kill, you know, not all of the army, but a a portion of it. It, And it's just weird to like have all of the heroes of your story (laughs) who have like, who you've, you're so invested in. Everybody is like, I don't want these people to die. I don't want these people to die. And then have them in this battle. And like the only challenge they face is just like, a volume game of zombies. Yeah, like Jamie on the castle, stabbing, just like stabbing, stab, stab, stabbing. stab, stab. He doesn't have a moment where it's like, oh shit, now you have to face a boss, or you and Brienne have to like take down a White Walker, and even Daenerys and Jon on like their dragons. There was no like real. I guess there was a dragon fight, but there was no like. But it was her- too hard to see. There was yeah. There's no heroic moment where they where he like saved people or did anything impressive. I just feel like. If you spend eight seasons growing in, to love all of these characters, you have to give them a more interesting moment than Did just this... like have them disappear into darkness and zombies for an entire episode only to have all of it undone with just one person <laughs> stabbing the guy in the gut. <laughs> yeah. Did everyone know that Arya did it? Or they're like, whoa, what just happened? Uh, yeah, Somebody it, unplugged all of them. I think I think everybody knew that that was like the way to kill the White Walkers. It's also, that's what a insane weak link that like all right this is our whole army and if anything happens to this one guy everyone's dead so let's all just make sure that nothing (laughs) no one's ever jumping out of the air at him yeah don't worry i'll stand here while you talk to this kid in a wheelchair this one's also really small but i thought theon who is like such has a really cool character arc when he like turns and it's like and brand is like you're a good man he's like this is his last stand he just runs at him with a spear. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't want to just, like... killed and yeah. destroyed. I at least have, like... Challenge you know, him to a fight. Right. Wide stance, boy. <laughs> Come on, lad. <laughs> fight for your life. Just, Try. Do something. Just run at him with a spear. Yeah. That's it. So he had a different plan than uh, Arya, had a different plan than the army. It seemed like everyone was just sort of operating on their own agenda. Right. I think that was another thing that I really didn't like. Like Jon Snow is supposed to be the leader of all these people and their plan is just really bad. All of the horse people go charge into the darkness. Okay. They die instantly. Die instantly. Next. Then theoretically they turn into zombies. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and then we're just going to have... a. Uh, I don't know, I guess a, a little trench that needs to be He's fighting American fire. gladiator style against a dragon, was it? At what mm. point does he yell at the dragon? What was he trying to do to the dragon? Oh, Something yeah, was the, breathing fire at him. Was it yeah, a monster Yeah, he like, couldn't dragon? get by it, so then he like finally stood up and just screamed at it. <laughs> Did that work? Everyone just died. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> John running it. Guys, I think I did it. All I had to do was scream at the dragon. Yeah, no, Arya stabbed the Night King. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was Azor High. Uh, there's only one way to kill the Night King. I guess Arya had the sword. I will. It happened at the same time as I screamed at the dragon. 
How did she penetrate the Night King? Uh, he was just sort of walking around, kind of on like an evening stroll, solo dolo style. So yeah. it wasn't that hard. His armor was loose on the day. <laughs> he was smiling at Bran. Yeah, he didn't really want to kill Bran. It seemed like he was in no rush to get safe. He felt like he was just, there was no one around him. Yeah, it's, I mean, Does I still it retroactively ruin the show for you? Um, no, but it definitely like, it punctured a hole in it that I don't think could be repaired. Like the, <laughs> so that's pretty bad. Yeah, the I mean, I, I basically thought it can no longer be the greatest show. No, I think it still can be, but I think that they really let it. They really let me down, and I, and it sort of felt like the you holding your dragon figurine the entire episode. <laughs> it's I. It was really. So two things. One, I just like it. Made it made the show creators and the writers human for me. I was like, oh, like the all of the fan theories that I read online were better than what just happened. Yeah, like these guys actually did a dumb thing. It's just like this random forty-three-year-old that's been getting lucky so right. far. And then the other, like when it was over, um. I was watching it with Jill, who's like not a fan, but like has watched this season and was, and she liked the episode. Oh. And she was like, um, she's like, wow. And then she turned to me and I was like, just like, I was a shell. I was like, I don't, I don't know if I liked it. <laughs> like, I didn't even know if I liked it because I like, I, I didn't, and I didn't have I wonder the, if everyone the courage to say it. Yeah. <laughs> if everyone loved it or if everyone hated it, does that swing people on the fence? I really had to read. So, like, after it was over, I was like, I don't think I liked it. And then we were talking. And I was like, maybe, no, maybe I did. This was cool. <laughs> like, the dragons going way up above into the clouds was cool. Jorah, like, that was awesome. Like, no, maybe I did like it. Arya killed the king. Like, that's good. And then I was, like, in bed reading reviews. And some of them were positive. And I was like, just, like, New York Times had a glowing review. And I was like, fuck, I guess it's good. And then I started reading... Like, I think Slate had a, a negative one. I was like, oh, no, this is what I didn't like about it. And then <laughs> I, I agree with this. Yeah, then maybe The Verge. I don't know. I was like, then I was like looking for negative reviews just to see people who could articulate better than I could. That's kind of how bad. I felt about Us. Did you see the movie Us, the Jordan Peele movie? No. It was like a, an awesome looking thing. And then you're like, wait a minute, that part didn't make sense. And then everyone's like, wait, how did that work? I'm like, yeah. How did that work? That's true. Yeah. That's almost riskier, though, because you're, like, in the comedy community. So to for me to say that Game of Thrones sucked, I don't really have, feel any <laughs> risk here. Like, what's going to happen? <laughs> well, us isn't a comedy either. Uh, yeah, I guess that's true. But Jordan <laughs> Peele wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it. Um, he directed it really well. Yeah. <laughs> it's so that part stunning. was good. Yeah. Mr. Peele, if I could audition for you. <laughs> and I Don't get me wrong. I loved uh, Get Out, another mm. movie of his. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people brought up the fact that like, there's some stuff that like, wait, if you think about it too long, the movie starts falling apart. Whereas get out, if you think about it, the movie gets stronger. Oh, that's cool. Anyway, you should watch us and let me know what you think. I also just realized I want to write for the Game of Thrones spinoff. So there's a spinoff, uh, D and D, if you guys are listening, uh, I really think I could help fix the problems. Yeah. They're going to do like a, like in the same world in Westeros show. Huh? Yeah. The it's, creation of the Night King, the first Azora High, the, all of that stuff. Oh, Jesus! All right, fine. I'll I'll watch that. I guess. Are you 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 gave up on? You're not going to watch Game of Thrones. You're no. just going to watch the last season. Yeah. Or I don't even know if I'll watch anymore. I just want everyone's like, you got to watch tonight. Tonight's the big episode, longest battle. It's a historic moment right. in television history. So maybe it was built up too much too. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Uh, all right, let's take a break now. We'll thank some sponsors. We'll be <laughs> then back. Daenerys Stormborn question we'll when get we get this, back. Yeah, right. get her okay, question. Okay. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Bless you. Uh, uh, did I sneeze? <laughs> no, I was blessing them for sponsoring us. Oh, I see. Bless them. Uh, Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Gaiazuntite. <laughs> so you did think I sneezed. That time, yeah. <laughs> Squarespace is the greatest way to build a website. Yes, there it is. <laughs> um, it has very simple drag and drop technology, so you can design it effortlessly. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know how to code at all. Finally. And you can still just come up with a professional looking portfolio or online store. Yes. Exactly. In minutes. So simple. You can even buy a domain name through Squarespace. Oh my God. That's why we hit you with a fresh new domain every single time. Mine this week is HiRodney.com. HiRodney. Yes. If you have a friend named Rodney that you'd like to say hello to, HiRodney.com. And then you could make the landing page you 
kind of waving and That's saying cool. hello to your friend Rodney. That's not too dissimilar from mine, which is buyrodney.com. Really? But B-U-Y-Rodney.com. Really? If you want to purchase Rodney. Yeah. A yeah. hello or a chair or something <laughs> right. like that. So you, you can, can buy something buy for Rodney. Rodney things. Right. Yeah. That's actually very interesting. I might cop that. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> you buy what? I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by Rodney. <laughs> buy by I might Rodney. buy by Rodney. I might buy by Rodney. <laughs> yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> you can find out at highrodney.com. <laughs> uh, well, you can build anything you want, but you should Go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your purchase of a website or domain. Amazing. So again, it's squarespace.com slash segments. Right. And use that coupon code, that promo code segments. Mm -hmm. So when you're ready to turn that free trial into a real official website for all to see. Beautiful. You get 10% off. They're already low, low prices. Exactly. Uh, so check them out. If you're ever in the need to create a website, remember, squarespace.com yep. slash segments. Right on. <laughs> Thanks, Squarespace. <laughs> Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Woo! Holy smokes. Jake, you sleep on a Helix. Yeah. I'm in LA right now. Which you live on a Helix. Yeah, I miss my Helix. Yeah. Right, yo, you didn't bring it out? No, I should have. I should have. Well, you know how easy it is to take their sleep quiz, right? Yes. Well, not easy, but... Let's 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 not call it a quiz. I don't they like call that it a language. quiz. It's like a two minute quiz. Yeah. You say how you sleep, and then they match well, you with a perfect okay. mattress. They say what? They they say based, what? Based, based on your answers, they can you say this, what they say? They select what are the, the what do the talking points say? Um, Why don't you read it verbatim instead yeah. of calling the quiz easy? Well, it's like a two minute quiz. Does it say that it's easy? Uh, it's a sleep quiz. Great, uh, <laughs> great. Yeah. Why don't you stick to the talking points, asshole? <laughs> Oh my right? God, why are you mad at me? Because you're calling the quiz easy, and it's actually more of a test. No, it's not a test. It's a very simple quiz. It's actually very important. Yeah, that's I simple. agree that it's important. It's complicated. Yeah, it's a sleep quiz you take. They, they ask you, like, how do you sleep? Where? Do, what do you prefer? And then they match you with a perfect mattress. That's that's right for you. That's true. Yes. Uh, and that personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Um, there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it. So mm -hmm. uh, they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Holy shit. But look, you're not going to need it because the mattress is kind of goaded. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders. Damn. And two free pillows for our listeners. Right on. You just go to helixsleep.com slash segments and use the code HELIXPARTNER20. HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. So hop on it right now if you need to upgrade your mattress, which borderline everyone has to. Yeah, yeah. Um, go to helixsleep.com slash segments and use that code helixpartner20, all one word, all at right. checkout. Love it. Thank you, Helix. Thank you. And we are back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a fight. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, I've been thinking about car washes. Car washes, oh. I feel, are underappreciated, undervalued. Cars are on the mind. Yeah. Since your Audi uh, question last week, I've mm -hmm. been thinking about cars. Got a car wash this week. I'm like, this is great. Makes my car feel almost brand new. Costs like $12. It takes car like washes 25 are, minutes. I don't, are they cheap mostly in L.A.? Yeah, anything car related is cheaper in LA because there's so many cars they can charge less. Because it's weird. I car washes. I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up in Connecticut. We had like one car wash in our. Is it because it rains all the time, or Maybe because so? it's snow? You're not gonna like get a car wash and then it's like oh, okay, there's a yeah. Storm I don't know if it's like either because it rains all the time, so your car is gonna get clean in the rain, <laughs> or if it's just like no, the weather's so shitty that it just like your car is gonna Doesn't be matter. fucked all the time. Yeah, but yeah, LA. Is like much everywhere you go, you see a car wash. Yeah, and between April and October, it's just dusty. So you might as well get a car wash. Mm -hmm. Makes your car feel cleaner. It's kind of like my water pick idea, but for your car. Oh yeah. Do you do you do the car wash where you sit in the car, or do uh, you leave the car? I the deep cleanse is like I'm going to give the car away, and they're going to just have at it for half an hour. But oh, if yeah. I'm like uh, if I don't have that much time, or if I'm not near one, I'll do the drive through kind. The drive-through kind of is more like a, a little boost to get me to the next car wash. Right. That's that's the rinse out your mouth <laughs> yeah. with water. But if you want the water pick, 
If you want the full bidet treatment. Oh yeah, they'll take it. They'll and then you can sit and watch the conveyor belt like your newborn baby. Like that's my car. Yeah. Look, look, it's getting a little I, wax thing. I like to be in the car when it goes through the thing because it, it's I'm nostalgic for it. Oh yeah. So your advice is to get more car washes. Get more car washes. Yeah. Treat yourself. Uh, is NADPod sold out for uh, Headgum Live in Chicago? I think it's it's weird. There's like only balcony or only opera box seats left. Yeah. And you can only buy the whole entire opera box. That's right. Group. There's a few groups of six that have to buy tickets to the your NADPod show in Chicago. Yeah. So it's, it is all sold out. I mean, if somebody's a... Somebody has five friends and wants to come, or if or if they they've got um if they're business minded, they could buy all six and then sell four at a profit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Like uh, scalp tickets to Headgum Live, right? Or just like put them online or Twitter. If you if somebody did that and tweeted at me, I would help facilitate the sale. Yeah, for That's, a small fee, of course. Now you're fee, becoming the middleman. Yeah. <laughs> That's the golden Where's mic my action. <laughs> I want the squeeze. I want the juice. I want the vig. Uh, tickets still available for If I Were You and uh, High and Mighty, a bunch of other shows at uh, HeadGum Live. It's headgum.com slash live for tickets. Um, get them while you can. June 14th, 15th, 16th, Talia Hall in Chicago. Can't wait. It's going to be a party. And there's, wait, yeah, there's tickets for... For us still. Yeah, for our show and some of the other ones haven't sold out yet. But they're going fast. I will say that much. So grab them while you can. Uh, all right. This is finally the email. The 25-year-old Jewess who's in a bit of a pickle will call, once again, Danny. That's a thing people do. They call Daenerys Danny, right? Yeah. It's just like a, a cute little nickname for the fucking queen. Danny writes, I started a new job and became pretty friendly and flirty with some of my coworkers. It's a restaurant, and the two cooks have both been flirting with me. They're both really cute in their own ways, and the attention is making me dizzy. I don't consider myself particularly attractive, so getting compliments feels really special. It was my birthday last week, and I invited them both to my party. Only one of them came. He ended up staying over, and we fucked around. We even laughed about how he had called dibs on me and talked about me with the other cook. He's great in bed, and he had, and we had a lot of fun. An hour or so after he kissed me goodbye and left my apartment, I get a Facebook message from the other one, his best friend, asking me out on a date. His spidey dick was tingling. I guess he doesn't understand dibs. Should I, uh, and should anyone have the right to dibs me? Uh, the second guy is really fucking hot and was really funny and kind of the, uh, the one, uh, sorry, really funny and kind the one time we met. Do I let them both work it out on their own? Do I tell guy one that guy two is hitting on me? Do I try to convince them to have a threesome or date me as a thruple? I feel silly about moving fast with guy one before I saw what guy two had to offer. But does it mean he does it need to be first come first serve? I both hate and love that I'm being treated like a trophy, not unlike your golden mic trophy. As I mentioned, don't disrespect that. <laughs> as I mentioned, I'm not used to this attention, so I'm worried I'll make bad choices because I'm so excited. It's fun and dangerous for now, but I know it's going to make work super awkward soon, and I don't want to ruin a friendship. I'm polyamorous and have been in couples before, and have been with couples before. Are best bros kind of like a couple? Can I make them choose, or do I have to be responsible? Uh, any help you can have would be greatly appreciated. And then it said, see you at your second cousin's bat mitzvah because I went to camp with her older brother. Are you going to a second cousin's bat mitzvah? When is this question dated? Because Micah might have gone f- further back. Uh, no, this is just two days ago. Oh. Yeah. I don't have a second cousin's yeah, bat mitzvah Yeah, maybe she's just being attend. cheeky. Maybe, yeah. In a Danny like way. Jew thing, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, all right. Well, first of all, Congrats. <laughs> she fooled around with one guy, and then the other guy slid into her FBM. Doesn't this always happen? There's like two people in your life. Like two people will come into your life, and you'll be like, oh, they're both cute. Like, And then you, you go for the one that's like the easiest. Yeah. Like the nearest buy. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit. But the, the one that's hotter actually liked me. That's right. Does she owe it to either of them to tell them about the other? Definitely not. 
they should be talking if they're best buds. I mean, they, they probably already know. So it's like I asked that girl out, and then he's like, oh, I actually fooled around with her. Yeah, like I would imagine that this guy, the one who Facebook messaged you, finding out that his friend fucked you would would only make him like... I don't know if they had sex. Oh, right. Okay. But they fucked they around. Up. I mean, if you didn't have sex, then hell yeah, this is like super on, you know? <laughs> With either one of them. With either one of them. So she gets... <laughs> she can actually move from guy one to guy two. Definitely. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, I'll go on a date with you. But I don't... Like, does she want to just... It doesn't sound like she wants to, like, just fully pivot to guy one. She kind of... She's enjoying this time of being um, being sought after by both of them. That's right. So, I mean, I would just enjoy that. I don't think you have to make any decisions, but you definitely don't have to worry about what decisions they're making. Can she... Like, you'll never be able to know. Can she Facebook message this guy and be like, yeah, I'll go out with you? Yeah, definitely. Without the whole, I should let you know that I've been hanging out with guy one. No. <laughs> I don't have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> so just a straight up yeah. Been hanging hang out. out. They only hang, they hung out yesterday. We don't you know, we don't even know what this guy's intentions are. Well, he wants to take her out. Guy two does. Yeah. So maybe I mean I would definitely just go out, and then if it comes up, if if it doesn't, if I mean this is going to get weird at work. Obviously, naturally. Let's, let's put that out there. It's going to get weird at work. But it's a restaurant, you know. Everybody's fucking everybody. A restaurant. It's it's an in and out. It's oh, the barback's fucking the owner. <laughs> the, 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 the the bartender's fucking the the bar. And I'm I'm at the corner holding a toaster oven's outlet, jerking off. I really am. I'm holding an outlet. I'm Django in the kitchen. I'm having a Harvey Wallbanger. <laughs> What's that? It's a drink and a sex move. <laughs> What's the sex move of it? You fuck a wall. <laughs> God, I'm a horny bartender and I fuck to wall. <laughs> oh, call me out on it. Why don't you? Yes, I fucked a wall. So she don't think she owes this guy any explanation. No. Which which is the one that called dibs? Uh, the first guy, the one that she hooked up with. The one that she hooked up with? Yeah. The one that she hooked up with called dibs. Unfortunately, sweetheart, that's game over. <laughs> what? <laughs> You've been called dibs upon. What's wrong in your mouth? <laughs> oh, it's it's sort of stuck. Yeah, yeah. My You're my lower jaw is too. Yep. Uh huh. <laughs> it's chaw. It's ham, and I'm smoking a cigar and sniffing a brandy. <laughs> it's a cham cigar. It's a cham cigar. Uh... Well, shock, sister. You've been called dibs upon. <laughs> You've been dibbed. You've been thus dibbed. <laughs> Oh, you missed the spittoon. I'm the mayor of Chicago in 1904. <laughs> yeah. Name? Chauncey. <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger, if you can believe it. Very good. That would that's almost golden mic worthy if you didn't uh if you didn't forfeit forfeit the mic earlier in the episode. I don't think I, I want you to know that. The <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger callback, that's that's the golden mic that never was. You don't think I've ever made a joke like that on the show before? I, I think you have, but I think maybe something I had <laughs> done or said before was better. Got it. And then do you think I've... I, <laughs> have there been some times where I made the best joke, uh, but I had been DQ'd beforehand? <laughs> this is the first ever DQ. I don't, want you to, I don't want you to think that like you've DQ'd before, and that's the only reason why I've won. This is the first ever golden mic by forfeit and there will be an asterisk on it forever which pains me to say but but it <laughs> but helps what? that i won <laughs> but what <laughs> there's an asterisk on the award you're giving yourself with a trophy you're giving yourself but what let's hear it <laughs> i was just gonna say but i but i did win the second golden mic this episode so and you that was... got it so that's what was the second one for look it's not important i don't want to i don't want to relitigate every single golden mic <laughs> We're not we're not gonna do that. That's not what the golden mic's about. Why I did like, I get DQ'd for this one? Because all I all I remember doing is reading. You said you didn't care about it. <laughs> no, you said I said P.S. Good job on Jake winning the, the golden mic last week. And then you're like, I hope you're you're not too obsessed with it. And I said, No, I'm not too obsessed no. with it. And then and you DQ'd a, me for not caring. It was three strikes because you were obsessed. <laughs> no. Then you said I made it up. No. Way. And then you said you didn't care. So that's three strikes, and you're out. <laughs> that's that's it. You're out. And I feel like. I just don't want to get too far into the into the weeds with this thing because it's a lot of like peeking under the hood, seeing how the sausage is made. People just tune in to hear the show. Yes. So let's just try to have fun. 
I am trying to have fun, but you're sitting here across from me. You got the sunglasses on. You're holding a trophy. You're holding a small little mic. It's a small, it's a small trophy. <laughs> it's a fucking. Don't make me like, take it. Don't make me take you out of the running for next week. <laughs> oh my god, I can already be eliminated for next week. <laughs> I've never done it before. No, you haven't. I'm not gonna do it. Thank you. I wouldn't do that. Fucking Christ. What? No, just saying. <laughs> take me. Yeah, don't take me out for next week. Okay. Jesus. I'm trying to find um one last question before I have to get out of here. Yeah. Well, let's try to have fun because I feel like that really, you know, we're bringing the energy down. You make it all about the golden mic. You're pissed. You're sad. Mm-hmm. You're mad at yourself, I imagine. But I think you're a really cool co-host. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I think you're super funny. The Harvey Wallbanger shit was awesome. That was a really good callback. <sighs> Thank you. I needed to hear that. <laughs> I wish I hadn't been DQ'd earlier in the episode for okay, reading. Let's not make it about PS. the DQ thing. I'm trying to just move forward, okay? And you're all, you're just like backpedaling and backtracking. Can I get a smile out of you? Can I see a smile? Can I see teeth? Good. All right. That was a nice smile. <laughs> I've had a little laugh. That wasn't a laugh. I need a guffaw from you. Ha ha. There we go. Was that so hard? <laughs> I wish I didn't win a turdy. <laughs> that would make. So do How I. about you still win the golden? So do I. You still win the golden mic. I won two golden mics this episode. You won two turdies. <laughs> Get rid of one of my turdies for making the Harvey Wallbanger joke. <laughs> I showed you the teeth. I gave you the smile. Give me one turdy to your two golden mics. You're still way ahead. You net out up three trophies. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. I'll take away your turdy. Great for the Harvey Wallbang. And I'm going to give you another turdy for obsessing over it. Okay? You've derailed the show into an obsessive te- quest for a golden mic, which is an award you you have to earn. You, you don't just up. get it. An award you made. You have up. To, you don't just they don't just hand it out. Got it. And the turdy, and then you're obsessed with the turdy, which is frankly that's a, that's an award you really shouldn't ever think about. But you can't you can't let go of it. I've eliminated your turdy for the gold for the for the Harvey Wallbanger joke. Thank you. Which, by the way, I set up almost a golden mic worthy alley oop there. <laughs> I'm not saying anything because <laughs> I know you're you wanting to catch me in some sort right. of mistake. So you continue. and you get the turdy for obsessing over the turdy. So that is three turdies. One was eliminated for yes. for an amazing joke. Two turdies then. Two turdies on the day on the app. Yes. And I have two golden mics. One, which will forever have an asterisk, and that's on you. <laughs> so honestly, that asterisk oh my should be God. on Amir's dirty. Is what? All I would say. <laughs> what? You're moving the asterisk over. I don't think I need to have an asterisk on a golden mic. You, I've had an unprecedented you run. You said you were having an asterisk on one of the golden mics that it killed you, but it needed to be there, and then you gave yourself another I also just mic. realized you messed up my golden mic count because you said it was 380. <laughs> Because we had done 381 episodes and Ben had won one, but I won two the episode before. You said 380. So it actually is 381, and now the count is up to 383, even though we're, <laughs> we've only done 382 episodes. One with an asterisk. Your turdy has the asterisk. <laughs> and now we're getting so bogged down with these details that I feel like it's just, it's just Don't taking give over. Another, all right. We're not going to give you any more. Let's move on. No more. No more turdies. No more turdies. No more golden mics. <laughs> no more whatever. No more turdies. No more talk about it. Okay? That's what we're getting rid of. Okay. But let's try to have a positive attitude. You're going to get another smile? <laughs> Can I see a smile? Nice. Teeth? Good. <laughs> All right. Um, we were talking about uncles earlier. Mm-hmm. This guy has a question about his uncle. Why don't we call him John, named after your uncle? Yes. Hello, Jake and Amir. Uh, Jake, congrats on yet another Golden Mike Award. Nice. Wow. It's been a joy to watch your streak grow. Thank you so much. I'm humbled. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm humbled about this shit. All right. Go on. Anyway, I had an odd problem. Over the past couple of years, my uncle has been more and more 
active on social media. He sends me messages occasionally to see how I'm doing, and I don't mind it at all. We live far away from each other, and he's a nice guy. We talk a bit and catch up. The problem is, over the past few weeks, he's been sending me DMs of pictures of motorcycles on Instagram. I don't have an interest in a motorcycle. I've never ridden one, and I don't know how much these things cost. The first time he sent me a picture like that, I thought it was an accident, so I didn't say anything. But he keeps sending them to me. It's not like his account has been hacked either. He sends me different pictures each time. I'm starting to wonder if I'm being rude by not replying to his motorcycle DMs. Should I just say something like, wow, that's cool? Or do you think that would open a Pandora's toolbox and and lead to him flooding my DMs with even more pictures of motorcycles? Thanks in advance. Keep up the great work. Big fan of Buckets and NatPod as well. All right. Well, you don't have to ghost your uncle, right? Don't ghost your uncle. A rule of thumb... And a rule of mum, mum's brother, that is. <laughs> Damn, that's almost dirty worthy. If both yeah. 30s hadn't been yes. given out, that, yes. was, that was a total cheese ball joke, man. Why don't you get a fucking turdy? You got two golden mics <laughs> and a turdy. You have never well, got a turdy. there's already two turdies for this episode, one of which has an asterisk because it came at the expense of forfeiting a golden <laughs> mic. All right, anyway, a good rule of mum. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I just don't think, I don't think you should ignore the messages. I, wow, that's cool. Your, that your instinct there is perfect. You don't have to do much, but just make it, make him feel like he's not sending the motorcycles into the void. Yeah. But maybe he can reply to every other one. So it doesn't encourage. Yeah, totally. I don't think you have to reply to every single one, but you also, I feel like you're in a weird position now where if you see your uncle in person, you almost like you'll have it hanging over your head. Like, do <laughs> I talk to you about the motorcycle? motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to acknowledge that that this has been happening. Yeah, acknowledge the motorcycle, but it's the it can't be that annoying if no. it's being sent to your DMs. Right. He's, He's not, not like pretty... calling you. He's not taking your time. Right. He's and DMing. That, yeah, DMing. You just right back, thumbs up emoji. Vroom vroom. Way to go, uncle. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's an easy one. That's a quick one. That's a quick one. Uh, all right. Thank you guys for writing in. Thank you for sending your theme song submissions. Opening one was Don Kianian, of course. Don Kianian. Uh, this closing one is written by Jake. Ooh, Not me? you, a different oh. Jake. Uh, let me look up his last name. Uh, Jake Song. Jake Ayala. A oh. trap beat. If you can shout out, please do it for Lucia Gan, the Canadian. So between Lucia Gan and Don Kianian, we got enough uh, alliteration and rhymes to last us for a while. But we do need more theme songs. We need more questions. Send them all to it. Always. If I were you show at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Again, our tickets for our show in Chicago, headgum.com slash live. Congrats to Jake for winning two awards. And I also won two awards today, I guess. My words were bad. His were that's right. Gold. Glad you know that. Uh, Gold mics, two turdies. Nice. One with an asterisk. <laughs> what? What's the point of putting an asterisk on a turdy? Oh, because it was extra turd worthy. Just <laughs> fine. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. You're a turd, by the way. Fuck you, man. <laughs> It's the pinch and the mirror, and they're both very clear that they will be right here for whatever is near. So if I were you, I'd call two Jews, I'd ask them for help, whatever you do. If I were you, two Jews, toda, to you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.